Welcome everybody to the B-Team Podcast. I am Josh, and uh, it is officially December 1st, so we have decided we are going to do, you guessed it, some Christmas movies. Um, It is also a very, very early Hanukkah this year, and I decided to kick off the season by watching the surprisingly first and only Hanukkah horror movie, 2019's Hanukkah, a festival of frights. Um, Unlike my last countdown, this isn't going to be just me. This is not going to be strictly horror, although challenge accepted. I I definitely have enough Christmas movies to do that. Um, But anyway, so this is a weird fucking movie. Um, I didn't know that it existed at all and finished off a month from hell decided I need to watch some movies and kill the rest of the time while I'm at work. Uh, And I went looking, as I probably do every year, for a Hanukkah horror movie. And uh, lo and behold, we finally got one. This one comes from Eben McGar, who only had like one other credit to his name. And apparently it's just as uh, weird as this one. Um, I'm not really sure what to make of this movie. I saw the posters first, and they're all parody posters of really famous horror movies. Uh, There's one for Halloween, there's one for Halloween 3, which was great. There's one for Friday the 13th, and then there's one for uh, Rosemary's Baby, and surprisingly one for a very kind of unknown Italian horror movie, which is the official, unofficial Demons 3, The Church, La Cesa, Uh, and that was like the main poster used for this. Pretty much all of them have a silhouette of a rabbi uh, holding either a knife or a dreidel. And uh, they have, like, parody taglines. So I really thought this was going to be an over-the-top horror comedy. Uh, I've touched on this before. Uh, For anybody who doesn't know me, you know, I, I have a very specific sense of humor. It's not necessarily dry. It's just, I don't know, things have to actually make me laugh to, you know, make me laugh. Um... I love things like Blazing Saddles, Airplane, of course, Ghostbusters. Those make me laugh. Most horror comedies really do not land for me at all. Uh, I love the original scary movie, but more probably because I love Scream, and I love what a great parody it is on Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Um, you know, there's, there's a ton of horror comedies that are billed as horror comedies, um, student bodies, um, I guess you could say the original Ghoulies, um, you know, and both of those movies, I mean, I have them, they're okay, they, they don't land, so when I knew it was supposed to be a horror comedy, again, supposed to, I was like, all right, you know, we'll see what it's gonna do, um, and before I go any further, I really want to bring up uh, the 2007 Grindhouse, which is the double feature of Planet Terror, which I absolutely love, and Death Proof, which I'm not a big fan of, although I don't think most people are. Um, you know, this is the Quentin Tarantino, um, Eli Roth, um, I mean, there, there's a bunch of other people, but it's, you know, mostly Tarantino does one, and Robert Rodriguez does the other one, he does Planet Terror. Um, but there's fake trailers thrown in 
to capture the spirit of like 70s grindhouse horror movies, early 80s horror movies. Uh, and there's a phenomenal one everybody loves, everybody remembers. It's just called Thanksgiving. And it features, it's a, again, it's a mock trailer, so it's not a real movie. People have been looking for it for years. It does not exist. Um, it basically features a killer dressed as a giant pilgrim. And he's killing people festively in line with Thanksgiving. There's a lot of decapitations, a lot of turkey puns. And the trailer is a throwback grindhouse trailer of the likes of, well, a lot of things I did cover during October. Uh, a lot of the don't movies. Don't open the window, don't look in the basement, you know, things like that. Um, so when I saw the concept for this, and you basically just a silhouette of a rabbi doing the mock Jason Voorhees, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's basically Thanksgiving, the movie, but for Hanukkah. Um, and for, like, maybe the opening, it kind of is. I'm, I'm definitely into spoilers here. Um, what's really upsetting about this movie is it has... What a cast, as far as mostly cameos, but, you know, a ton of, like, real horror people. Uh, so it opens with Sid Haig, who uh, recently passed away. He has been in mostly horror movies his whole life. Uh, started out in the criminally underrated 1967, I believe, Spider Baby, which I hadn't seen until only a few years ago. And it's so good, it, like, rocketed into my top 20 immediately. Um, and then he's been, you know, you most recently would know him for things like, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. He's pretty much in, like, every Rob Zombie movie. Um, but he's been in a ton of things, usually plays, like, you know, a sleazebag or a mutant or something like that. So in this one, he's playing Judah, the homicidal Orthodox Jew slash rabbi. Uh, and he has killed a person for every night of Hanukkah. Uh, and then he's going to kill his wife, Caroline Williams, Texas Chainsaw 2. Absolutely love her. Loved her even more after seeing her on the uh, Into the Darkness documentaries. She's far and away the best part of those. Um, and then his son, Obadiah, uh, basically witnesses, you know, what his father's rampage has turned into. And we basically get a recreation of the ending, let's say, confrontation of the omen, where he's about to sacrifice his son in line with, you know, the uh, biblical story of Abraham and Isaac. Uh, the cops come in and they blow him away and they save the kid. Well, of course, the kid grows up to be a homicidal Orthodox Jew rabbi killer. Uh, also, they call themselves the Hana Killer, which, you know, in line with the comedy part, I can get behind that. Here's the problem. The movie stops being any kind of a comedy right there. Not that it even was in the opening scene. Um, this movie has graphic, graphic full nudity, uh, which, you know, obviously doesn't bother me. It's just you rarely would see something like that in a uh, horror comedy. Um, and it's got over-the-top violence and torture gore, which, again, rarely would see in a horror comedy. Um... And this is something I think I've, I've touched on. As a person, I love Eli Roth. Like, we have the same taste in movies, the same understanding of those movies. But, man, I have tried to get behind his movies. His movies just really don't work for me. I know he's got fans. Um, you know, I can watch over-the-top 
gruesome scenes and torture, um, you know, in a lighter tone, pieces would come to mind, the 81, 82 classic I'm always talking about that Sarah hates, um, you know, there's a great movie called The Dead Next Door, uh, another horror comedy that didn't land for me as a comedy, but I have no problem with the gore, is, uh, Brain Dead, the, um, uh, Peter Jackson, like, first, first movie, which apparently, uh, those are all getting a, um, uh, digital release and restoration, probably 4K, so, if you've been waiting for those, you, you can find them, um, you know, if you haven't seen Brain Dead and you're into this stuff, I would say check it out, it's probably on, like, Tubi or Amazon or one of them, I know I watched it for something legal and free, could even just be YouTube, which, not necessarily legal, but, hey, it's free, um, but the, the comedy aspects of that just, you know, didn't land for me. So with this, like, you know, do a simple slasher, do basically the, the 80s formula, you know, there's been good movies and bad movies that have even made fun of these tropes and how easy they are to hit. Um, so it, it starts by basically, like, recreating a lot of classic scenes. We get the uh, opening freeze frame kill of Friday the 13th, the first one. Um there is basically a scene that is just shot for shot recreation of Michael Myers behind the hedge. They even go to the same hedge. Um, and a lot of the kills, mostly everything is done with a knife, but there's always a dreidel. Um, it goes down this weird path of basically being what I call Jewish seven. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie seven, um, it's, you know, the killer is obsessed with the seven deadly sins, which I guess is, uh, exclusive to Christianity, probably even Roman Catholicism, um, and he would kill people in line with the seven deadly sins, so in this one, it's people who violate the, uh, Judaic law of the Talmud, and he's, he's trying to get them to be better Jews, basically to be Orthodox, um, you know, there's a scene where he goes after a neo-Nazi, and he scalps him, and then he wears his scalp as a new yarmulke, I mean, that is, you know, funny in a dark way, but if that was as, you know, pushed as the envelope got, that would be one thing, but it goes way, way further than there, um, you know, again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, pick pretty much any of them before the more recent ones, um, it's, psychological more than it is gory, and then the sequels are more gory than they are psychological, um, but, you know, the second one is definitely played like a comedy, and that one obviously does work for me, because I love it, uh, if it stayed in that kind of avenue, it would have been all right, but this thing goes, like, you know, to hostile, and, you know, just even, um, more independent, really bad, just, you know, what they call torture porn, um, and it's, it's just like, what were they going for, you know, the, the regular cast in this movie are just these unlikable people, because they're supposed to be these, you know, quote-unquote bad Jews, but they're basically just, like, college kids who want to party and do drugs and have sex, because it's a slasher movie, um, but it's not played like a slasher movie, it's played more like, again, something like Hostel, where basically you just have, you know, civilians who are kidnapped and tortured, which, that's not how a slasher movie is supposed to play, um, and I went into this a little bit during the countdown in October, 
I think one of the main reasons that this didn't work for me, when you're doing a slasher movie, you basically, it, it's almost like, you know, the, the bones of a wrestling match. You know, you need certain spots, you need to have, uh, you know, the, the fake out for the crowd, basically the, the hulking up and the comeback. You have your clearly established final girl or guy, and, um, you know, there's a formula. It's a very easy formula, and to go off script after starting with the formula, and then it's really, again, just a recreation of shots from more famous and better movies, um, you know, there was potential here, there's still potential for Hanukkah horror movies, you could do a slasher, but better, basically, a lot of the same, uh, core elements, um, you could do a supernatural, you know, there is a, uh, a movie about the, uh, Divic box, which is basically a, a Jewish demon, um, you could do like a, a modernized golem, uh, not Lord of the Rings. The Jewish golem is like the mud monster that basically goes Frankenstein and destroys the village. Um, so there, there's a lot you could play with there. You know, I have a very large Jewish family. I myself am not Jewish. My dad was, but wasn't raised that way. His family, they all are. Um, very few of them would even be regular horror movie fans, but sadly, like this isn't something I could recommend to them, you know? I can find anybody who celebrates Christmas who likes horror and say, hey, I've got like three movies for you right now. I bet you never heard of. Sit down, we'll watch them. You'll have a good time. With this one, I would basically just tell my Jewish friends, you know, maybe you guys will get something in a few years that's actually worth watching. Um, So, I mean, you know, if you want to check it out, I'll never stand in your way. Sadly, I would not recommend this one. I wanted to based on the posters and the premise alone. But after watching it and giving it the old college try, uh, I found this one to be Meshuggah. So there you go. Um, I believe the next Christmas movie we are going to cover is, uh, I don't know, some some crap about a little kid who's in a house and there's some burglars or something. Uh, Justin and I will have more to say on that one. And we definitely will be covering the newest one in that franchise, which, holy shit, do I have thoughts. But that's for next time. And uh, everybody, happy December. Happy Hanukkah if you celebrate. Um, You know, if you're one of the five people in the world that celebrates Kwanzaa, more power to you. Uh, To everyone else, have a Merry Christmas.